Welcome everybody to episode 152 of the DC Comics News Podcast. Uh, we're going to be talking movie news, TV streaming, uh, comic book news, and maybe even a few bits in the other category. Uh, with me today, welcoming, welcoming back uh, Kelly Gaines, who we haven't heard from in a little bit. Kelly, how you doing? Good. Happy to be back. Happy to uh, be talking DC again. I've missed you guys all so much. Yeah, yeah, we've missed you. Uh, we missed you too. So it's good, uh, good to have you back on the show. And we'll jump right into it. Uh, of course, Batman's about to come out, so there is uh, plenty of uh, the Batman news. Uh, first up is that the soundtrack was uh, was released this week. Uh, did you have a chance to listen to it, Kelly? What'd you think? I've listened to a couple little pieces. Um, what I see so far, I love it. It's so gritty and brooding. And I mean, it's like the perfect angst music. I feel like this is what I'm going to be listening to on my headphones at work all day, every day. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's, and I, I like that there's so much, um, like I know on the original trailer, there was that, that track from Nirvana that they kind of slowed down and reworked a little bit. Um, you know, and Robert Pattinson's mentioned kind of pulling some of his, Batman personality from Kurt Cobain so I feel like we we might see a little bit more sort of inclusion of Nirvana-esque music so I I am all for that what about you yeah I I um I'm with you in that I didn't listen to the whole thing yet I'm kind of not that it's spoilery but I kind of want to um hear it fresh when I see the movie um but what I have heard yeah you're right it's gritty and that was you know, like we said about them bringing kind of the Nirvana aspect out of it. Uh, I, I think that was, um, you know, pretty obvious. And, you know, it's pretty varied, too, from what I hear. It's not like a one set type of thing. It's got some variety in the sound. So I think that's that's kind of cool. And one thing that kind of jumped out to me is kind of some of the funny, punny song titles that they've used pieces of the score, <laughs> yeah. which I like. <laughs> Like uh, <laughs> uh, funeral and far between. Uh, oh, Highway yeah, to the they're... anger zone. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that might be my favorite. Highway to the anger zone. That is, yeah. <laughs> I, I love these puns. I love whoever was in charge of yeah. coming up with that. <laughs> <laughs> and meow and you and everyone we know for all oh your pandas. So yeah, the 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 titles are uh, are uh, are a hoot. So that that's fun. So yeah, I think this is. Uh, you know, it's one of those things that just, again, just makes me more excited to see this film when it comes out. And yeah, uh, keeping uh, up with the uh, Batman news, we got a kind of little bit of a almost behind the scenes little bit uh, video uh, called the Batman Special Look video. Uh, what do you what do you think of this video? I really like it. I mean, I I've been saying for a while that uh. Well, I mean, I guess the last one was on the show, but uh, I, I I like Robert Pattinson's kind of energy and how he seems to have really thought through not just, you know, all of the kind of what comes with taking up the Batman mantle, but how he's going to uh, utilize like these little tiny details to make it more personal to him and make it a Batman that he really resonates with. Um, and what I got from this video is that it sounds like a very self-made Batman. You know, he has this this kind of, thrown together Batmobile and you know he mentioned that his costume is just a couple of pieces of bulletproof armor put together 
Um, and I, I like that because it's I, I feel like typically you see this version of Batman where he's used his money to really create like the, you know, the world's best suit and the the most high tech, you know, blue flames coming out of the back Ferrari looking Batmobile. Um, and I, I really am excited to see this version of Batman where it's kind of he's stringing it together. He's flying by the seat of his pants. Um, it's it's a different look and I, I do enjoy it. What do you think? Yeah, I, I I do agree that it's a different look. And I, two things kind of jumped out at me at this video. I, I like that he said that he could really move around in the costume. Because so often when you see interviews by you know actors and actresses who play superheroes, it's one of the things they always say is how hard it is to move around in these costumes. So it was kind of cool to see that he could actually move around in it. And it makes it more practical. And, and uh, I, I also like that he yeah. said, like, with thing with like the Batmobile, like this is something that we didn't want it to look like there was anything that he couldn't find in his garage on the car, kind of thing. And I, <laughs> I thought that was kind of cool. And if you know, and if it is like an earlier stage of Batman, I think that that makes perfect sense. So I think that uh, that was like pretty smart, uh, you know, in, uh, uh, on the design team's favor. I think that that was a, a cool choice. And we, uh, this next story, also Batman, the Batman related, uh, the Matt Reeves has teased a deleted scene with Barry Keegan. Uh, it's a character that we aren't sure exactly who he is. Uh, what do you think of this? Oh gosh, I have no idea. Like I was looking at the actor and trying to think, okay, so how, like, how could this possibly tie in? I mean, he's kind of young, so is he like a Robin type character, but then you know, he, he's in Arkham and hanging around the, well, he's not in Arkham, but we, we see him at Arkham. So is he maybe a scarecrow type character or a Joker type character? I don't know. I, I think I'm going to maybe put my money behind Robin, but then is, is he going to be a villain or is he going to be on Batman's side? Cause like, just cause he's in the GCPD now doesn't mean, you know, he's going to stay that way. So I, I, I've got a lot of theories and no answers. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. I, the fact that he's an Arkham, I kind of lean towards a, a villain of some kind. Uh, you know, that's what jumped out at me is just, you know, that he's an Arkham. So I'm curious. I mean, they didn't say he was in prison there, of course, but that makes me very curious. And I do like that. He said, well, we'll, you know, once the movie's out, we'll put out that scene. Cause I would like to see that scene. Um, yeah, but yeah, it, it uh, kind of raises more questions than it answers, for sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, stepping away from the Batman, but still in the Bat world, uh, we're getting a little bit closer to nailing down a release date for uh, Batgirl. Uh, what did you think of this? Oh, I'm excited about this. This seems like it's going to be a lot of fun. Um I mean, Michael Keaton being back in in the role alone is a huge plus. Um, and it looks like they're looking at like a November to December release date in late 2022. I think it was 2022. I hope so. I don't really know what year it is anymore. But um, I, I mean, that's like the perfect time for that to come out. Because I know personally, that's when that's like my big movie watching period. Um, so I, I think I will see this hopefully as soon as it comes out. I am absolutely pumped. What about you? Yeah, I can't wait till it comes out. And, you know, we have been getting a lot of um, 
you know, snippets of news and pictures coming from the set as it's filming. So the production is moving along. So I, I think that it's realistic that it could be done and ready to go uh, for the holiday season. And that's it's it's that's a great time to watch movies. Uh, so uh, I'm all for it. And, uh, you know, being on HBO Max, it's going to you know, you have a lot more kind of time and options uh, for when you when you see it. So, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to this. And I think I think they can do it. I think they can get it out by um you know by the holiday season so so yeah. fingers crossed we'll see uh stepping away from bat news we uh got a quick behind the scenes video uh from sam fury of the gods uh, what do you think of this little snippet i mean i see my first issue was wait are they doing a sandberg cut is that an actual thing is this a joke because yeah. i you know the the i i had my opinions about the doing an extra cut of a movie and how that shouldn't count but sure we'll count it but this seems like fun i mean just like a little extra you know visual effects um you know them kind of messing around on set that's that seems like a lot of fun but i mean it's so i i have questions now is there really a sandberg cut happening like is that a thing or is this like a Man, I don't know. I was wondering the same thing. Uh, they kind of glazed right. over that in the story. Like what was wrong so, with yeah. the first cut? <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe I, she's I just joking because they're. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's just joking because there was, uh, you know, so many different cuts of different DC movies. So. Yeah. 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 Maybe she was just. I'm. I'm kind of leaning towards that but who knows <laughs> yeah exactly like i want to take it as sarcasm but then it's like mm, you never know anymore <laughs> right. right um yeah i i i was just glad to see anything because this is we haven't gotten much shazam news recently at all right. it's all been flash black uh black adam the batman batgirl type, type thing so i'm glad to at least get a little bit of um a little bit of news or not really news but that little three second snippet so yeah. yeah i'm just glad that it's still being made you know so yeah yeah uh, I, i'm sure as the weeks go on we'll get more and more information about it but uh for now i'll take what uh, we, we can get yeah and that wraps up yeah that wraps up our movie news we're gonna uh, move to tv and streaming uh we uh, got some news about uh when uh, DMZ might be premiering. Uh, what do you think of this? I'm really excited to see this. I have not read DMZ, but I have heard so much about it. Um, and I think, gosh, a while, a while back, um, I think we talked about on the show the fact that this series might be happening. So I'm excited to see it just so that, you know, I can kind of get in on the loop and, and decide from there, like, all right, do I want to go back and read this series? Because I all I've heard are good things so far. Um, and I, I do also like the the idea of a limited series. That is definitely, um, I don't know, I think that's a better idea. But yeah, what did you think? Yeah, I like the idea of the limited series, too, because I, I think back to what happened to Why the Last Man. Uh, which was there's so much story there and it got canceled after season one and there's still possibilities that i'll find a new home but that's just such a shame because that was such a, a great story and i think the people behind it did a really great job and i didn't want to see that happen to dmz and so I, I i do agree that the the limited series is kind of a a good idea and i 
I'm looking forward to this. I'm kind of surprised we haven't seen uh, a full trailer yet because it's uh, March 17th, so it's not that far away. So I'm a little surprised that they haven't released yeah. more of a trailer. Yeah, they need March 17th uh, as in like two weeks from now? Uh, yeah, it looks that way. Wow, uh, that yeah. is a late trailer. Yeah, God. yeah, so... You know, you know, I, we'll, we'll see. Now, as far as reading the book, yeah, the book is good. But from what I can tell, you know, I'll wait until I actually see it. But it's looking like it's pretty different from the books. So that is kind of interesting as well. So, you know, we'll see. But I think in the end, the books are worth a read. Um, but it, it there are like 60 some issues, I think. So um, just make sure you have a bit of time to uh dedicate to yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely and we got a look at a poster for uh flash's return uh, for new episodes in season eight uh, what do you think of this poster i mean that's a snazzy poster um mm-hmm. i you know i'm i'm terribly terribly behind and out of order with flash as usual <laughs> so mm-hmm. i wasn't sure exactly uh you know what it I, I don't know what it's teasing because I don't know what it's done. But that is a very nice poster. Although I, I feel like you probably have more of a, a takeaway from it than I do. Man, you know, I I'm behind too. That, that's the thing with this is my, and, I, and I do, I like all the CW shows. But when you have when a lot of the shows have twenty two episodes a season, it's kind of hard to catch up when you're a little bit behind and I want to, and I will. So um, I, I feel the same way. Like, yeah, this is a savvy poster. I kind of, I like the detail that his mask is off. So I'm not sure if that has any relevance to what's going to be going on in, mm, uh, right. in, in the rest of the season. Uh, but I do like that they've brought back, uh, you know, the West kids and things like that. So um, it is something that I definitely want to watch and I do dig the poster. Um, but I, yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little behind as well, unfortunately. And up next in the uh, TV streaming news, uh, the uh, Batman Colin Farrell Penguin spinoff series is going to be like a Scarface story. What do you think of this? Well, I'm not opposed to a Scarface story. That sounds that sounds pretty fun. That sounds pretty graphic. And I, I'm very interested to see, like, does this mean he's getting tigers? Does this mean he's it, like, I, I, I want to see Penguin's house at this point if we're going Scarface. Um, and, it, <laughs> and I do, I like the spinoffs um, that are coming from these movies. I, there's always a little part of me that's like, a little presumptuous before the movies even come out to have a spinoff but you know what if it means that they are fully confident in this movie then i'm willing to play along what do you think yeah we'll see what happens with the with this this is you know i i just try not to get my hopes up uh you yeah know, with you know like yeah, my heart was broken with new gods and things like that so um, yeah i hope it happens uh but i gotta say when i first read the headline I thought they were talking about the Ventriloquist and his dummy Scarface. 
I thought maybe that that character was going to oh, be. Oh, it's not. That was my first. Like, oh, that's kind of cool. I don't think we've ever seen. I mean, maybe in Gotham, but but I don't think we've really seen that you know live action version of that character much. And then I was like, oh, right. oh, oh, that's great. <laughs> the other Scarface, yeah. that guy. <laughs> Uh, it, it does. Uh, I guess it does make sense. Uh, and it's looking like, you know, close your ears if you don't want spoilers, but it's looking like he's going to survive the movie because Colin Farrell says in the uh, in the interview that he thinks that the series will take place like right after the movie, like said a few weeks or right after the movie, directly after the movie. So that's they gave it away. Yeah, so, you know, uh, you know, okay, you can open your ears now. <laughs> but yeah, so I, so I guess that's that's an issue. Yeah, but I I just I guess you know to, to sum it up is just that I just really hope that uh, you know that it hopes that it happens. I'm just not getting my hopes up. So, fingers crossed yeah. on that one. And our last bit of uh, TV streaming news is that we got a look at a comic accurate Joker. Uh, on the set of Batwoman, um, kind of taken behind the scenes, uh, an actor posed with him. We don't know who the actor is playing it, but it is very uh, uh, true to the comics. He's got the purple overcoat, purple pants, and the green hair. Uh, what do you think of this pick? Yeah, that that Joker looks fantastic. I mean, I, I was trying to place who it was, too, and I was clicking on, like, the other actors that came up in the article, but I like that looks like such a good costume. I mean, I don't know, like we I, we can't get excited off costumes alone, but I I do like the idea of there being you know a live action TV Joker that is, um, you know, a little bit more recognizable than you know maybe the one that we've seen in um, Gotham and whatnot. If I mean, well that that's a whole other, but yeah, I mean he looks he looks great. That is. I I say yes to that fashion, but you are the expert. So yeah. what do you oh, think? I, I, yeah, I, I definitely I definitely say yes to it. I think it looks really cool, and it's something that we really haven't seen uh, in the live action Joker, maybe since you know Jack Nicholson, really. Um, so that's that's kind of cool. Uh, yeah, um, it's just it's a bit strange that we don't know who the actor is. So I, I'm wondering if it's maybe like uh, a flashback scene where it's quick cuts where we don't get a really good look at who it could be. Um, so oh. I'm, you know, I'm just wondering, or, you know, there is that now Batwoman is a show that I'm caught up on and there is the, the um, marquee being the Joker has been a big, he seems to be the big bad at uh, the second half of the season. So uh, it may tie into that somehow, but either way that the, uh, really knocked it out of the part with that look as far as i mean i felt like i was looking at a comic page almost so it's yeah, uh, it was yeah. kind of cool to see that and with that we are going to take a uh, quick break here from our sponsors and we'll come back with some comic book news so stick around this is seth singleton from dc comics news here to tell you about the spinner rack each and every week DC Comics publishes so many great books, it can be hard to decide where to invest your time and money. And that's where the Spinner Rack comes in. The Spinner Rack is my honest attempt to rate, review, score the top five books from DC Comics each and every week. How can you listen? It's easy. 
All you have to do is go to your favorite platform, subscribe to DC Comics News Podcasts, and wait for the new episode to load up. Join me each and every week as I sift through the best from DC Comics and pick my top five books. Can't wait to share them with you and to hear your scores when you share them with us right here on the DC Comics News Podcast. Hello, listeners. This is Tony Farina from DC Comics News and an occasional guest on Comics in Motion. I'm pleased to announce a new show called Indie Comics Spotlight. Each week, my guests and I will be taking a deep dive into a current title or a classic graphic novel from a publisher other than the big two. Consider this show the best of the rest. My hope is that we'll bring new readers to independent comics and give old readers a chance to share their thoughts. Join me each week in the Comics in Motion feed in your favorite podcast catcher. First, there was the DC Comics News podcast. Then came the Spinner Rack. And now, the third show brought to you by the guys that brought you all that other stuff I just mentioned. I am the Knight. A story about the stories. A show celebrating Batman, the animated series. Week by week, episode by episode. Just when you thought it was safe to put on a pair of headphones. I am the Knight. Why, hello there. I'm Seth Singleton, and I'm here to tell you about Mad Bug. A Harley Quinn cast. Harley Quinn? Harley f***ing Quinn? What have we learned from this crazy show? Making Bat Shark repellent relevant since 1966. Oh, look, Ogre. And we've gone completely off the rails. I hear the bat signal. Shut up and bat them, nuts. I definitely do not f*** bat. In need of an adult-sized nemesis. Humans make good fertilizer. You can't f*** with Lois Lane. For f***'s sake. I'm a damn good cop. A lot of lasers. Mmm. Educational and informative. The DC Comics News Podcast Network presents Mad Love, the Harley Quinn cast. (laughs) Back to you, Seth. So, tell us your thoughts. We'd love to hear from everyone out there. Or not. That's really up to all of you. F***ers. Picture this, someone who knows nothing about comics. Someone who knows comics from movies, TV, and video games. A complete ultra-comics nerd. You pick the character you want us to talk about. You send us the questions you want answered. You make the show. A podcast by fans. For fans. Making new fans. Superheroes. Or dummies. Part of the Comics in Motion Podcast Network. What's up, everybody? I am Kelly Gaines for DC Comics News. I am Tony Hasty for this show. And we are here to introduce our new show, DCN After Dark. This is the late night talk show for all of the wild ideas, fascinating concepts, and scandalous tales straight from the DC Universe. We are not going to hold any punches. We are going to give all of our opinions straight off the dome, and sometimes we'll be writing it down. It is not for the faint of heart. It is not for the sensitive ears. It is not for any children. Viewer discretion is going to be advised because we are going to be swearing a lot. Yes. Yeah. And possibly, maybe by episode five, getting to our hundredth joke. 
<laughs> Here's hoping. <laughs> we're going to have guests on this show. We're going to be guests on other shows, but we're not going to finish this sentence. <laughs> off, the t- off the cuff. Let's go. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. Anything off, you want. Anything you want. Scooby-Doo would be a better detective than Jim Gordon. There you go. That's that is what this whole show is about. That's what the show is about. We're gonna be talking about we're gonna be talking about stuff like that. Should we have seen more of the bat? Go. No, no one had to see more of the bat. No, I didn't. Want to. God damn it. Look, all right. We're gonna Scooby-Doo, DCN After Dark. Check us out. Watch us without your kids. And if you are a kid, you shouldn't have even seen this promo. Drink recipes. Content creation reviews, unsolicited advice, and very inappropriate jokes. Yes. And a Santa, uh, an un, unseasonable Santa hat. Except it's season, whatever. Check us out. <laughs> Not getting rid of the Santa hat. <laughs> Available exclusively on YouTube. And welcome back to episode 152 of the DC Comics News Podcast. Uh, we are moving on to talk about some comic book news. Uh, first up is that the human target is going to be taking a five-month break. Uh, Kelly, what do you think of this? I mean, you know, it's, it's Tom King, so I trust it. Um, I did. I feel like I didn't really see a reason for why they were taking the break. Um, but, you know, it could just be that point in the story where, you know, between um, chapters six and seven, they need, you know, some kind of either to regroup or just flesh it out or just have other projects and need more time. Um, I, you know, we it's there's still a release date, though. And I know we went through that huge limbo of just indefinite release date upon indefinite release date. So this is it, it's something. And I, I hope and have a, a pretty good feeling that they'll stick to it. So. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, do what you got to do, Tom King. That's fine. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if that's necessary, then, yeah, it, it's better that we have a release date, at least. Um, you know, it's kind of clever of DC to do it this way, though, because they did it with uh, Nice House on the Lake. So they took this hiatus, but right before it comes back, they released the hardcover of the first six issues. And they're doing oh, that no, with hard. the human target too. So it's a, it could be a little bit of a marketing thing too, to um, you know make a little money on the hardcover editions, and uh, you know because that's only half of it. So you're gonna have to buy another one, and then there's gonna be people that are gonna want to buy the complete version. So it's also could be a little bit of a clever um, marketing tactic. But uh, at least we have a release date, and it's not in limbo. So you know I'll take <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Uh, and moving on, uh, Flash and Aquaman are going to have a uh, a team up in June. Uh, what do you think of this? This does sound really fun because uh, I mean you don't see Flash and Aquaman alone together very often. It's not um they're not really a I don't know I guess the most um common or the most uh, reflexive pairing out of the the Justice League heroes. Um, I was kind of interested, though. I love the title Void Song. That is that is a great title. Yeah. Um, I Although, as I'm reading about it, and it's like this musical note that paralyzes and whatnot, I kind of, like, I was trying not to have flashbacks to that sort of Little Mermaid-y scene from Harley Quinn. 
uh, yeah. where, where they're talking about what they can do in the ocean and what. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I don't know. It's a musical in the ocean. And like, I'm tr- it's not a musical, uh, but it's, it's about music and there's some ocean. So I'm trying not to get Little Mermaid vibes. But mm. I, I mean, Void Song sounds really, really cool. So I, I think I'm going to check this out. What do you think? Yeah, me too. And I think it's a good timing since both Flash and Aquaman have movies coming out uh, this year. Uh, I think it's cool to get them teamed up because uh, it might, you know, it, the anticipation of these movies might bring people into comic shops. And it's you know, it's good to have uh, Flash and Aquaman team up that they can check out. So, yeah, and I, yeah. I like the title. And, um, yeah, this is something that I will be uh, checking out for sure. Um up next is something I don't know if I'll be checking out. Um, <laughs> Justice League is going mech uh, in a miniseries. Oh, what do you think of this? This sounds pretty cool. Um, I, I I do like anime, and I guess uh, you know I kind of grew up with a lot of between Power Rangers and a lot of the cartoons that were on TV. That kind of like mecha suit idea of. Um, you know, just if you have to fight a big problem, get a big robot. Um, yes. And and I, I do kind of like that this is a story where the Justice League has has lost and then has to regain ground by by amping up their tech. Um, admittedly, I'm not as interested in in kind of tech based storylines as I am with like I don't know ghosty supernatural things or or that kind of thing. But I think I might check this out if nothing, just to to you know see what those mecha suits look like because that looks pretty cool what do you think yeah i think i think the uh, the suits do look cool um this feels as um you know and i don't mean this in a bad way but i think this is something for the kids to like, get the kids in to the comic shops because kids love big robots so that that i think that that makes <laughs> you know that makes sense and they're it, it, look they're turning the justice league into dinosaurs later on this year so why can't they just have big oh, big mechs you know that yeah 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 oh my it's the jurassic oh, league that's... is coming out so <laughs> oh i missed a, a good episode then jeez yeah. <laughs> oh wow what have um, we done yeah so yeah i don't know i i think i'll have to uh this will be a game day decision if i'm going to pick this up or not um i kind of wish this was something that they could um release like a free preview during free comic book day um but yeah i mean i i might i'm I'm not completely sold on it yet and up next uh chip sarski is going to be taking over uh as the new batman writer with issue 125 Uh, what do you think of this you know, I don't think I've read anything else that he's done. Um, but just reading like this, this kind of storyline that uh, I think it's it's uh, called Failsafe and Bruce Wayne is having nightmares about the future that he can't prevent. And there's there's a startling enemy and, and you know, something with dreams and all that. I'm trying so hard to because it sounds like whoever this enemy is might be a character that we've already seen before at some point so i'm trying so hard to to remember like all right who in the dc universe and specifically in any way related to batman has anything to do with dreams and that kind of thing um and i like i I, i'm gonna have to get out my red string and my uh post-it notes and try to sort that out but i I, i'm cool yeah how cool would it be if it was dream of the endless Uh, they brought brought him in 
just for a little bit. That would be really cool. Or uh, or the be. original Sandman somehow. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, yeah. That would be. It's a startling enemy, and that would startle me. So I'm yeah, I'm yeah. down for that. <laughs> <laughs> I I I kind of like this idea because Joshua Williamson is taking up a big project with the um, with that that crossover the death of the justice league and all that. So it's kind of good to maybe take something off his plate for a little bit. So, um, you can focus on that. So, yeah. And I, I, I am interested to see who this, uh, new villain is as it, it seems like, you know, Batman has been one of the comics that I've read now, whether it be in trade or issue to issue for the longest, like I've saw during COVID I started, and uh, reread the whole Tom King run and then uh, Randy uh-huh. and now, you know, so uh, I'm liking all these different writers take on it. So um, I'm interested to get a new one. And I think Chip's done some really decent stuff with Marvel. I can't, oh, man, I can't think of anything right off the t- tip of my head, but I know that he's been doing some stuff with, uh, with Marvel. Um, so yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty good. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And one last bit in the comics uh, section. It looks like Tom Taylor is going to be writing Deceased 3. Uh, what would uh, you make of this? This sounds interesting. Uh, it looks like it's an end to the zombie saga. And I honestly, I'm not a huge, I, I've, I've been zombied out, if, if you will. Mm. It's, it's, I, I'm a little over zombied, so I, I haven't been following any of that recent arc. I think I, I um, picked up the first first handful of issues of Deceased and then kind of, eh, kind of, kind of fell off with it. But if, I mean, if they're bringing the zombies to an end and, you know, I might check it out again. Um, yeah, it definitely, it's, it's, it's a fun take, or not fun, that's not the right word. It's an interesting take on, on the DC universe for sure. I just, personally, it wasn't doing it for me, but you never know. I, I could I could definitely come back into this one. What about you? Yeah, I think you had me with Tom Taylor. Um, I, I I do agree that we've kind of reached a maximum zombie cultural impact right now. Um, I'm, I'm still liking Walking Dead, but um, yeah, uh, I, I think we can step away from zombie stories for a while. But Tom Taylor's such a good writer that I'll be interested to see how he he wraps this all up. So this will probably be something that uh, I do check out. But I kind of want to reread um, the other deceased before I jump into this. So uh, I'll have to do that. But yeah, I'm kind of looking forward to that. And now we have a couple of stories in the other category. Uh, McFarlane Toys has announced a new wave of dark multiverse figures. Uh, what do you think about this? I mean, I know I'm usually the one who is immediately like, yes, I want these figures. But that Joker dragon is nightmare fuel, and I want yeah, it, it nowhere near my home. <laughs> 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 the creepiest. If you, if, who, it, who, I, who gives that to somebody? I, I, that thing is terrifying. I mean, I have, I, I've never, <laughs> I mean, kudos to them for the detail though. And, and McFarland toys are always, you know, just, they look great on a shelf. They look great in a box. They, they have such nice detailing, but 
holy shoes, I will not be picking this up. What about you? <laughs> you know, I just love this is like just right up McFarlane Toys Alley because they, you know, in, like in the early 2000s or mid 2000s, they had um, a set of figures called I think it was called Lost Souls. And I think the the character designs were done by Clive Barker. But that kind of reminded that that the Joker Dragon kind of reminded me of that. And they just they just love doing that crazy dark stuff and with the dark dark multiverse there are so many characters that they can choose from and you know i think that that's the armored knight batman looks kind of cool with the helmet and the infected batman but um yeah it's just fun to watch mcfarlane toys you know explore these different characters and i think they've done really cool thing with the license and i don't collect toys but i can live vicariously by just seeing them and thinking oh that's cool but i don't know man that if i did collect toys i don't know i think i might have to get that joker dragon that thing is crazy oh gosh good luck i feel like that's the type of toy that like you you put it in the it it doesn't even have batteries but somehow it would inexplicably make those furby noises (laughs) cursed cursed i'm calling it (laughs) and so when were your baby nieces and nephews don't want to play with it oh my gosh i see now i kind of want to get one just to see how how my nephew would react because i'm I'm sure he'd be horrified (laughs) sorry kid (laughs) and in uh Video game news: Rocket League has teamed up with the with the Batman uh, for a crossover, and we're getting uh, um, some different Batmobiles, which is really cool. Uh, uh, it's a perfect game for the Batmobile, so this seems like a perfect matchup. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I'm not familiar with uh, with the game specifically, but just from what I've looked up, you know car video game batmobiles are a very very nice type of car so yeah i mean it it sounds like this is kind of tailor-made for this game um yeah i see i I don't know i I, i'm the person who can't seem to like stay off of the wall in mario kart and like god help me on rainbow roads so i kind of avoid (laughs) car games but if i didn't i i would for sure check this out what about you yeah so it's 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 soccer but it's played with cars so i'm thinking yeah so i'm thinking that the batmobile is perfect for that i don't i know you know i driving games kind of drive me crazy sometimes like you said i'm the same way i I always end up on the wall in mario kart like that (laughs) and i you know but um i i i think yeah i i just think in general i think that the, the the mashup is or the collaboration is just makes perfect sense i know if i was a regular player rocket league i would definitely want to play with the batmobile because i think it's sometimes in the past they've teamed up and had like the delorean from back to the future things like that i think maybe the ecto one so yeah but i think that it just makes makes perfect sense and so smart yes definitely and our last bit of news uh, is that Insight Editions is going to be releasing a Batman uh, coloring book. Uh, what do you think of this? I mean, this sounds like great stress relief, but how many shades of, of black do you need to fill this in? <laughs> I mean, it's like, yeah. I, either that or I almost kind of want this so I can go in the opposite direction and be like, all right, what would Gotham look like in total pastel? Like, mm-hmm. how, how just glitter pen and 
yeah, I think I'll get this. I'm going to have fun with this. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, it's, uh, I just really like the idea that it's being put out by um, Inside Editions, whose work is just incredible. So what they could do with a coloring book, I bet the details and it will be, I mean, even if you look at the color, uh, the line work is really cool. You could have a lot of fun and like you're saying, a lot of stress relief color in these pictures. So yeah, I think yeah. this is, um, this is cool. I think it's going to make a good, uh, you know, good, like, Christmas gift or birthday gift for people. I think it's, um, yeah, I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. And that wraps up yet another edition of the DC Comics News uh, podcast. Uh, Kelly, why don't you tell us where people can find you? Oh, so you can find me on Twitter at KelGainsWrite. You can find me doing opinion and editorial pieces for DC Comics News. And you can also find me right here on this good podcast, hopefully a lot more in the upcoming weeks than I've been in the past. Um, you know, I've, I've missed my team terribly. Uh, what about you, Brad? Uh, you can find me writing news reviews at dccomicsnews.com. Uh, you can also find me on the Mad Love Harley Quinn podcast, part of the DC Comics News podcast network. And you can follow me on Twitter at FlickyB1. And also be sure to check out all of our other shows on the DC Comics News Podcast Network, The Mad Love. Uh, we have I Am The Night, which is a episode-by-episode episode breakdown of uh, the Batman animated series. And we have The Spinner Rack, which is... Uh, a breakdown of the uh, five best issues coming out from DC every week. Uh, those are hosted by uh, our wonderful co-hosts, Steve J. Ray and Seth Singleton. So be sure to check those out wherever you listen to your podcasts, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever uh, they will be there. And you can follow us at DC Comics News. Check out our website, dccomicsnews.com. And with that, we'll sign off with uh, what we always think people should be doing, and that is to read more comics. Until next week, everybody. <laughs>